God is a place. There was a kingdom. Lucifer is an angel. He decided he's going to be the cockiest person on earth. He waged war on God and heaven. Where was that? What does the Bible tell us about? Where is that heaven? Where were we when that was happening? Okay, so we weren't created yet. We weren't created yet. Okay, so see, guys, see, that's what we're helping you with. We're just helping. I'm trying to figure this out. So when God and Lucifer got into a freaking fight, son and father, we weren't created yet. Okay? So let's sit with that for a second. Okay, go ahead, Jay. And so we also have to understand that this took place in the spiritual world, the spiritual dimension. So continuing in on these scriptures, God goes to speak and he says, I will destroy you, O covering cherubim, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. God loved him. He saw him as his beauty. He saw what he had to do. And he was pretty pissed off. Which scripture again? Remind us of this. So this is Ezekiel 28, Ezekiel. Starts verse 17, where it says his heart was lifted up because of his beauty. Okay, so how many books in the Bible again? 66 books. 66 books were sitting in Ezekiel with one of the 66 books talking about God and Satan while God is pretty much recognizing how Satan just freaking wronged him. Is that true? Yep. And, and what we're also trying to do is we're trying to get the listener an idea of what kind of angel was this. Of course, all that. Right. And just putting it into context. So we're talking about a military leader, someone that has powerful wisdom. Marshall. He's Marshall. He's like Bruce Lee. He's like Bruce Lee, Muhammad Ali, John Lennon. All the action figures Every combined action into figure one. Confined in one. Everybody's like, we love this guy. And then he's actually going against God. And then he revolted. Wow. And, went, so and, and so he had this position of power. Wow. And then he revolted. For us to consider, it'd be like the president of the United States declaring he is now a dictator and putting the entire world under a martial law. I mean, you know, you do that, you're having a civil war. No doubt about it. And so this is kind of exactly what took place. There was a civil war in heaven. So anyway, when it said that he had corrupted his wisdom for the sake of his splendor, he wanted people to adore him and to worship him. And that's what he wanted, worship. Because even when Jesus came to the earth, and it was in Matthew chapter 4, where Satan came against Jesus, right before Jesus went on his ministry, Satan said, fall down and worship me, and I will give you all the kingdoms of the world and the power of them, and that which has been delivered unto me. And so that was his ultimate goal, worship. He wanted worship. I mean, he's really attractive. I think to myself, one of the few people that I might be a, you know, like a fan of, Satan, from the world of kingdom of God, he seems so beautiful. He was. He, he seems so got it going on. And you I can, mean, he seems like my favorite like band member, right? Like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's how he got that's one third. That's how he got third, what he got. <laughs> yeah, he exactly, got one right? third of the angels. Who doesn't want to see Satan lose even because it's all mystical, right? Or we, we Lucifer even, at that time. Or Lucifer, Yeah, right? because Satan wasn't given. This is what I'm his, saying. His Satan, name? Yeah. Lucifer name. Yeah, yeah so okay. Satan wasn't given a title to him until he was cast to the earth. There we go. Can we go there for a second? Absolutely. So there was someone who was Lucifer, a beautiful angel that we all admire. Like, I still think this today. As a child till now, I awkwardly find myself admiring Lucifer. I mean, I do. 
I, I'm not trying to be a Lucifer fan, but what I've learned is that he's the great musician. He's the great artist. He's the great painter. He's what makes humanity look really pretty. And then what took place is that he became filled with violence and evil. Evil took over him and he became the most wickedest devil, demon, angel you can ever imagine. Like what a drag, like Beauty and the Beast. Like he was like so gorgeous. And then next thing you know, he just got tormented. He revolted and allowed evil to have full dominion over him. Jesus. And when evil took over, for an example, you think about evil right now. The worst thing you can imagine, a guy walking into a school and shooting up a bunch of kindergarten kids, right? And he's right behind there laughing with the biggest grin on his face. I'm talking about from raping and pillaging to robbing and killing and murdering execution and his heart loves it 100%. So then this guy went to this degree. Any of us have fought our own fantasies and what we think is real and what not real or whatever. So let's just say he was became like the most beautiful admired angel on the planet Earth in all living conditions. We all loved him and then he abused his power. That's what we're all living through right now and we're really sad that he abused his power. We're all like going back to Christ, going, please, Christ, help us with this, right? Help us understand the abuse of this power and why we love him so much and how would it be true to you? And I'm, I'm just throwing this out here, right? But then you say he inherited another name after he went there. So there was Lucifer as an angel, and then he got another name. So there's two names that the first name he was given was Serpent, the Serpent. And the serpent was meant that he was subtle. He was crafty and, and deceitful. Beautiful. I mean, I think of it as like a Dracula. Just like so perfect skin, beautiful eyes, beautiful cheekbones, perfect fingers, knows how to handle everybody. So deceitful. Deceitful, 100%. And then the next name was given to him was Satan. And Satan in Greek means Satanas. The way you pronounce it is Satanas. In Hebrew, it's Satan. It literally means an adversary. Right? One that opposes in opposition to you. And that's what he became to so the, the human race. So the great warriors. So the great warriors were like, we're not going to give him this great image, Lucifer, anymore. That's all pretty. He was Lucifer. He did fall. We're dealing with a battle. And right now we're battling Satan, the deceiver. In his image. His image. Right? So who knew that first? Let's just start with that. Like, who knew we were in a battle, right? Because we're just humans. So Adam messed up in the garden. Other humans were born. Who was the first one to realize that we were up against a battle with a Lucifer or a Satan? Well, I know for a fact that as soon as Adam sinned, he was revealed to the truth of darkness and sin and corruption. Even God spoke to him about the serpent. When Adam said, it's the woman that you gave me. And the woman said, it's the serpent that deceived me. And then when God speaks to them and to the serpent, you know, he said that he announces a curse upon you. You know, so God announced a curse upon Satan at that moment. It begs the question, didn't God know that Adam would mess this up? I would say, yeah, no, he did know because in the scripture, 
There's a couple ways to look at this, and this is a, a complex issue because, you know, you'd say, well, why didn't God do more to stop him and all this? And, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you could say the same thing for the angels in heaven and for Lucifer. We were given a free will. And a part of this free will is you being able to choose who you will worship and who you will honor as your creator and your sustainer of life, for an example, you know? And so people throughout history have worshipped idols carved out of trees and made out of gold and all these crazy things. And even people in the Hindu faith right now have all these idols, a massive temples full of all these idols of all these different gods that they have. It's the same thing with, obviously, Hinduism, uh, a little bit of Buddhism, Islam has a different stand with it, not necessarily with the idols, but with God himself in taking you away from the only savior. But getting into that, you know, people have worshipped many things over the centuries. You know, I mean, there's so many different religions going back. I'm speaking about the major ones today, but Satan desired worship. Okay, so let's go back to that. Yeah, he did. He's like, okay, I'm going to do better than you, God. I'm going down. I'm going to rock it. Okay, so we get who Satan is. Tell us about Michael. Okay, so Michael is first mentioned in, if I'm not mistaken, it's in Daniel first. The first scriptures that are mentioned were in Daniel. Daniel was in captivity in Babylon. And the nation of Israel had been destroyed. They had been led away as slaves. And as they were in Babylon, God had prophesied to Jeremiah that the nation of Israel would come back in 70 years. And so Daniel is praying. He's a man of God. He's worshiping. And he's praying for revelation on the prophecies that were announced over Israel, over the end times, etc. And God revealed, God sent an angel, the angel Gabriel. And he comes and as well as Michael, and has said that he had fought with the prince of Persia to deliver Daniel this message. And it said that his prayers were heard in heaven from the first day he started praying, but that a message wasn't yet delivered to him because they were being opposed in the spiritual world. Can we pause on that? So Michael, Gabriel, and Lucifer are fighting to get Daniel a message? Well. It doesn't necessarily say Lucifer. It says the Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. So the Prince of Persia is most likely a ranked demon that holds a division over the country of Persia. So a demon. A demon, yes. So the first representation of a demon outside of Lucifer, the Prince of Persia. The Prince of Persia. Could not be Lucifer, could be a demon. Because we're picking this out from the Bible, right? We're saying, how many can we name? So Prince of Persia is in the Bible. The Prince of Persia is in the Bible. And Jesus also called Satan the prince of this world. Uh Uh-huh. So there's some references there. But let's just say Prince of Persia. Now, is there a different, are there two princes? We don't know. It could be the same prince. We don't know. And so that's, yeah, the scripture is unclear on that. But back to this. So Daniel is trying to get some truth. And Archangel Michael and Archangel Gabriel are fighting with the Prince of Persia to get Daniel the truth. Yes, so Gabriel and Michael were in a spiritual war to deliver Daniel the message. What does that look like, you think? A spiritual war. 
from your opinion, Shane? In my opinion, so if you go to, I believe it's Kings or Chronicles, I'm not 100% on it, but Elijah is with Elisha. Elijah and Elisha, they're both prophets of that day. They were with a man and they were in a valley surrounded by an army. And they wanted to destroy him because of his prophecies against that nation. And what he did was the man that wasn't a prophet, but that was with the prophet said, we're about to be destroyed. We're about to, it's over with. They've surrounded us, right? And the prophet opened his eyes, right? Through the power of God, allowed him to see thousands of chariots and angels surrounding the hillside. And he says, there are many more with us than there are with them. And so we got a glimpse into the spiritual world that there was an entire army of angels right there in Israel. Beautiful angels. Protecting that prophet. Wow. I mean, you're talking about a whole division of angels. Mm -hmm. 